Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Awaken the Extraordinary. My name is Christy. I am your host, and thank you so much for being here. If you are a first-time listener, Awaken the Extraordinary is about saying sayonara to Groundhog Day. When you are tired of living and experiencing the same day over and over, and you are telling yourself there has to be more to life than this. When you are tired of surviving and you want to thrive, that's what Awaken the Extraordinary is about. I feel like as soon as you make that decision, like, fuck this, I am over living in survival mode. I want to thrive. I want to have this freaking amazing life you are awakening to that, which is already extraordinary within yourself. I am on this journey. I do not know everything. And it's really just about me sharing my experiences with you and us just embarking on the same journey. Our paths just look different. So that's what awaken the extraordinary is. If you are a returning listener, welcome back and just As always, thank you so much for being here. I did want to give a quick shameless plug to a membership that I am launching at the end of February. It's called High Vibe Tribe, and it's for women who want to be supported and encouraged by other women. It's for women who want to support and encourage other women. I myself have experienced what a life-changing difference that can make when you have women that want to see you succeed, when you have women that see you succeed and know that that doesn't mean that they won't succeed. That doesn't mean that they are any less than it just means that you are awesome and they are happy. You're awesome. And they know they are awesome too. And it's just this giant love fest and we support each other. We encourage each other. We grab each other's hand and pick each other up off the ground when we need it. We are just this high vibe tribe because I believe when you have supportive women around you, your perspective on the entire world changes. When women want to support you and not compete with you, that's life-changing and It is such a 180 from what I have really experienced the majority of my life up to this point. And I want to cultivate a community where that is just the norm, where we connect twice a month. We have a Facebook group. We have group texts. If that's what you want, you know, we just have this ongoing dialogue and this, this open forum for us to just love and support and encourage each other and lift each other up. Because when we feel loved, when we feel appreciated, when we feel good and we're doing good for other people, the whole world benefits. And I mean, you benefit too, right? So that is something that I will be launching at the end of February. I am so, so excited about it. More information is to come. If you want to be on the email list, please send me a DM on Instagram at awaken the extraordinary or send me an email at Christy, K-R-I-S-T-I, at awakentheextraordinary.com. And I will make sure that you are one of the first to know when everything is fully baked and ready to be served. So this episode, man, um, 
what I am recording is not what I intended to record tonight. I actually intended to record an episode really focusing on supportive women and unsupportive women and just kind of talk about my experiences with both in depth a bit and really promote High Vibe Tribe. But I stopped working and I needed to decompress a bit before I started working on my Awaken the Extraordinary stuff. And so I folded laundry and I listened to one of my own podcasts. Um, I don't know if that's weird. Like, I feel like it's kind of weird. Like last night I was taking a shower and I was listening to the podcast that dropped yesterday and my husband came in and I was like drying off and I put it on pause and I was like, I feel weird. And he said, why? I'm like, because I'm in here listening to myself and you're in here and it makes me really self-conscious and it makes me feel like an egomaniac. And he just kind of looked at me and I was like, and I know that I don't say really anything in the podcast that I don't already say to you, but it just feels weird. And he just kind of shook his head and then he left and then I turned it back on. <laughs> um, but it was just a way for me to just decompress and you know, I had a friend yesterday send me a really lovely message and she referenced a podcast episode. And I was like, wait, which episode was that? Like, I didn't remember off the top of my head. And so I was re-listening to that tonight as I was folding laundry. And then I was also thinking about something that I did on my personal Instagram page um, yesterday and was just thinking about how glad I was that I did that. And then I started thinking about sharing that story with you here. And there is some hesitancy with me doing so because I am going to, I think, be very vulnerable. Um, but as I thought about it, my heart started racing and if you've listened before, you know that that is kind of one of my signs that I need to do what it is I feel like I'm being called to do. And for me, when I feel my heart beating that quickly, for me, it's God knocking on my heart, telling me this is something you have to do. And tonight I actually pulled a card. I pulled two cards um, before I sat down to record this. And the first card that I chose, um, was always be on the lookout for the presence of wonder. And that's actually by E.B. White, who wrote Charlotte's web. And then I pulled another card and this card says each time I choose to tune into spirit guidance of the highest truth shows up for me. And I don't believe in coincidences. So that to me was just the additional encouragement that I needed to just kind of take the plunge and say, okay, this is what I'm going to talk about. Um, like I said, I, I do have a bit of trepidation. Um, I'm going to talk about something that I think is, you know, very front of mind for a lot of people or top of mind for a lot of people right now and is a sensitive topic. And I realize that 
after listening or even while listening, some of you may decide that I'm no longer for you and that's fine. As I, you know, said in a previous episode, I want to be who I am and I want to be liked and appreciated and valued for who I am. And if someone likes me and I'm not being authentic to myself, then that's really doing myself a disservice and really you. So I am going to take a deep breath and uh, summon up a bit of courage, take a sip of my Snoop Dogg wine, and we're going to get this ball rolling. So I know so many people don't drink anything during podcasts, but it's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. We're all fine. So something that I'm very passionate about is not making snap judgments and seeking to understand versus judging someone. And I feel like that has become very prevalent in my world um, in 2016. Um, You know, there was the presidential race going on in the latter part of 2016 and, you know, the election and, you know, it's, I wasn't a Hillary supporter and there were plenty of people that did not like that. Um, and being in California, you know, my, my tendencies tend to my tendencies tend to go, (laughs) you know, I, I just tend to lean more conservative, like not far right, but I, I tend to lean more conservative and being in California, especially, you know, in San Diego, it's not very common. And so it, it is interesting to feel that way about a lot of things. And be surrounded by people who think the exact opposite of what I do. Um, The nice thing is though, I'm able to maintain friendships just fine with the majority of people, but there are certain people that think that just because I support somebody or I don't support somebody, this is instantly what that makes me. And it actually made me really sad. You know, there were people that I had been friends with since elementary school or people that I had known since elementary school. And we reconnected on Facebook and I really valued the relationship. And when they find out, you know, I wasn't a Hillary supporter, um, I was just gone. Like I was instantly just all of these awful things, none of which are true. But there was never, an opportunity for me to have a conversation with them. I feel very strongly that I do not have to justify my feelings on a situation. I don't have to justify anything to anyone. And I don't feel that any of us do. I mean, growing up, I had to justify, I had to fight so much just to be 
permitted to feel what I felt. And if my mom didn't agree with it, hell ensued. And so I feel very strongly that, you know, if someone has already made up their mind about me, it's very clear. And if they want to have a conversation, I am more than happy to have a conversation. It needs to be respectful. And no one did that. People just, again, made incorrect assumptions about me, snap judgments, and I was gone from their life. And it was hurtful. But at the same time, I was thinking, if this is the type of person that they are, then my life is better without them in it. And that was just something that I experienced over and over. Um, and it hasn't been easy, but the more it happens, the easier it gets to accept, but it doesn't make it hurt any less. It doesn't make it less disappointing. And then we had this most recent election and uh, I didn't realize, um, you know, I'm actually recording this on the eve of the one year anniversary of, you know, everything that, that happened at the Capitol and um, that happened. And a lot of my friends, you know, said, if, if you didn't vote for Biden, then everything that's happening, it's basically like you're there. One of my old managers shared something from a celebrity that was just basically saying exactly that. It was a video of everything going down. And it was just like, this is what you voted for. And you are you sitting at home. You are no better than any of these people participating in what's going on. And my old manager shared that. Someone that I actually have a had a relationship with. And that hurt me. Like that, that hurt. Um, because I'd never been anything but a, a good friend to her. And the fact that she shared that to me, like, implied that that's how she felt because that's really all the message was. Um, and it was really disappointing. And I am not someone that's for violence in any way, shape or form. I don't eat animals <laughs> because I love them. And the thought of animals being slaughtered breaks my heart. 
I was vegan for seven years until I became pregnant and I wasn't the quote unquote best vegan. I wasn't sure that I was getting enough protein. And so I switched uh, to vegetarianism and even now, um, I, I, I have a internal struggle when it comes to animal products. Um, like that's, that's how much I am not an advocate for violence. And just in case you're wondering, my husband, huge meat eater. I don't give him, like we rib each other, hot rib. We rib each other about it, but I respect his love of meat and he respects me and my desire to not consume it. And also when we met and started dating, I was a meat eater. Um, so very long story there, but, um, you know, that shifted for me and we respect each other for that. I don't love it when he like cooks meat in the kitchen, like, Oh, it's awful. And his breath after he eats carne asada is like, I will not even get like <laughs> near him. Um, that whole social distancing thing, totally fine when he eats carne asada, but that like, that's, that's my example of how much I am not an advocate for any sort of violence. Um, and so it really hurt me when, you know, people are making such judgmental statements because I was like, that's not true. And did I reach out to her and say anything? No, I didn't. I did take to my stories because there actually was her and one other individual who basically said, you know, if, if you didn't vote for Biden, this is, you're no better than these people. Um, and I took to my stories and I just expressed myself there because I just, I wasn't emotionally prepared to have that conversation. And I was very emotionally charged and I didn't feel as though I would be able to act in a way at that moment that aligned with who I am at my core. Um, so I, I didn't reach out to her directly. And it just, it hurt because I was like, do you realize, like, do you, do you think that everybody you're friends with thinks the same way? Maybe they do, but what about the people that don't, the people that you've shared really deep stuff with the people that have supported you and cared about you and followed up with you when things weren't going well, like, does all of that just go out the window? Like, does who they are as a person just not matter? who they've been to you. Like, does that not matter? And then, you know, we had inauguration day and 
there, there was a lot of stuff going on on Facebook and I am not a Facebook person because I don't like the drama. Um, I, I don't like seeing the bickering and, you know, I've referenced it before, like the whole mean girls in the hallway thing. Like, I just, I don't like that. It doesn't make me feel good. It it's heartbreaking and it's on both sides of the spectrum. You know, you, you have conservatively minded people calling out liberally minded people. Is that a word? Liberally minded people or liberal minded, probably liberal minded, um, you know, and, and like name calling and pointing fingers and making snatch snap judgments. And then you see liberal minded people doing the exact same thing. And I'm like, Oh my God, like one is not better than the other. We're all the same. And, and we, we don't understand but when does anybody ever try to understand? When does anybody ever reach out and go, look, like, I don't know why you voted for Trump. I don't know why you voted for Hillary. I don't understand. I would like to understand. It doesn't mean that I'm going to agree, but I would like to understand because you know what? I care about you. And who, who you voted for, for president, like that doesn't take away from like this relationship that we have and, and that we've had and the support and the encouragement that we've given each other. And the fact that we've been there for each other for, let's say like 20 years, like that doesn't take any of that away. I just want to understand a different perspective. Again, it doesn't mean that I'm going to agree. If I'm a Hillary supporter, doesn't mean that I'm going to go to Trump. And if I'm a Trump supporter, doesn't mean that I'm going to vote for Hillary. But I'd like to understand. And you know what? Even if I walk away and I still don't understand, I can choose to still respect you as a person. And there was all this shit I know going on on like inauguration day and the wife of my son's namesake, um, you know, he, he passed away the day we had our baby shower, the day after we had our baby shower for my son and the baby shower was held at his home with his wife. And she just was cruel and she was cruel to my husband and she was cruel to my mother-in-law. And, you know, my husband asked, he's like, are you seeing this? I'm like, no, are you kidding me? Like I'm not on Facebook today of all days, like no freaking way. And so he read to me like what she was saying. And he also like read to me what he had said and what his mom had said. And I just told him, I said, that sucks, you know? And it was one of those, like, well, if you didn't vote for Biden, basically you're all of these awful things and just go ahead and remove yourself from my life. And so I told my husband, I'm like, okay. And it just made me sad. You know, my son's middle name is her and her husband's last name. 
And she was so quick to eliminate us from her life. It hurt. But I know that my relationship with her husband was actually someone that I I worked with many years ago was completely separate from my relationship with her. And I named my son in honor of my friend Morgan. And I will never regret that. Regardless of what she did, what she said. But it still, it hurts. And I, I love her. I'll always care about her. I'll always wish the best for her. But how she acted that day was pretty fucking ugly. And I know it hurt my husband too, because I feel like he actually had more of a relationship with her than I did. We got married at their house. and he was just this crazy neurotic mess, which is not consistent with who my husband is. And she grabbed him and she was like, you need to get in the shower. I will handle this. You get in the shower. She like shoved him into the bathroom. Like she took control. And I think he really admired that and respected that and appreciated that about her. So he had a different connection with her than I did. My connection was more with Morgan. Um, And uh, I think it really hurt him. So then it hurt me. And I was just really disappointed and surprised. I was like, "How, how can you just write people off? Like, how can you? have no desire to understand where someone's coming from? How can you have no thought or consideration for the relationship that that you've had previously and how these people have shown up in your life before? And just discard them and, and discard them in such a terrible disrespectful way. Like, I just, I don't understand. And so since then, really since then, I've really become about, I want to understand. And Like I said, I lean conservative and I'm pretty much the only one of my friends that does. (laughs) And, you know, seeing all of this stuff out there that was just so negative, um, I, I put out an offer and I was like, look, like if you want to know why I voted the way I did, I'm here. Ask me, talk to me. My one condition is that it needs to be a respectful conversation. If you, if you resort to name calling and being abusive towards me in any way, shape or form, I will shut it down because 
I will not treat you that way. And I will not accept being treated that way. But I said, aside from that, I'm an open book. It seems to me like there, there are a lot of snap judgments being made. And if I can help, like put some of those to rest, like at least as far as I go, because if you were wrong about me, then maybe you're wrong about somebody else. Then I want to do that. I, I, I want to be that person for you. And you know how many people took me up on that? Zero. And I really didn't expect that people would, but I was like, I'm going to put it out there anyway, because at least then I know I'm trying that I'm making myself available. If anyone has questions, because some of my friends aren't always kind, just like I haven't been in the past, you know? Um, and I think it's just, we all grow, hopefully grow and evolve as people and have a better ability to discern what we should and shouldn't have done. And I'm not saying like years and years ago, like maybe I posted stuff that was inflammatory and I'll own that, but that's not who I am anymore. And that's not who I've been for quite some time. And, you know, I mean, I was mean to my friend when we were kids. Like I would make fun of her because of the clothes she wore. And it's just awful. Like in some ways I was awful and I'm not that person now. But I understand the hurt that caused her. I can, I can evolve all I want, but that doesn't take away whatever pain she may have felt as a result of my actions. And so if there's anyone that I may have hurt, you know, posting stupid shit years and years ago, then I own that. But that's something that I don't do anymore. And I haven't for some time. And I was really hoping somebody would talk to me, just one person. And nobody did. And so I've actually done this a couple more times, um, just kind of put myself out there because again, for me, we can make snap judgments all the time. And we do, we, we do, we, we see someone doing something or not doing something. And we tell ourselves a story about what that person's action or lack of action means to us based on our previous, previous experiences, based on what maybe our parents have told us, our friends have told us, the media has told us, what our dog has told us. I mean, not really, but I don't know, maybe, who knows? But our perception of things is very heavily influenced by the people that surround us, 
by what we see on television, what we read, what we just see and experience out in the world, all of that shapes our perception of a situation. So when we see someone doing something or not doing something, we say like, okay, this is what it means to me. But it may not even be accurate. Oh, that person's not wearing a mask. That means that they're just fucking selfish and they don't care. Or that person's wearing a mask in their car. They're fucking paranoid. My husband ate my ice cream. He ate my ice cream again. He fucking doesn't care about me. He's disrespecting me. He doesn't give a shit that I have a sweet tooth and I'm eight months pregnant and I want my ice cream and he ate it. That actually didn't happen, but he does do that sometimes, but he doesn't love me. He doesn't respect me. My mom didn't call me on my birthday. She doesn't love me. That person voted for Hillary. They must be dumb. That person voted for Trump. That person must be dumb. That person voted for Kanye West. Mm, I don't know. That person must be dumb. I don't know. But it's just... Hopefully you're kind of getting a sense of how quickly we make these little like snap judgments. And it's, it's like the shame and the guilt that I've talked about. It's very slick. It just kind of slides in under the radar and we don't even realize it. But what if you saw someone doing something that you didn't understand and you just ask them, you know how children just ask questions because they're curious. It's like they're in Alice in Wonderland, right? Like curiouser and curiouser, like they're just curious. And I feel like so much of the time, maybe we do want to ask but we're afraid of how we're going to be perceived. And I think that's fair and that's valid because we all have our own experiences that are going to shape how we respond. And I was actually talking to somebody about this at work last week. But I think often there is a way to approach certain things in a non-confrontational way. And what I did yesterday is what I, what popped into my head when I was folding laundry and listening to myself. (laughs) And what I did yesterday and what I've done before is say, okay, I always say, seek to understand, not judge. 
And here is an example of a time when I want to understand people who think differently than I do. So the vaccines, vaccines are a very controversial topic, very sensitive, very sensitive for many people, myself included. Most of the people I know right now are vaccinated and many of them are boosted. When the vaccines initially rolled out, I saw interviews or broadcasts with people like Rachel Maddow and Biden saying, if you get the vaccine, you're not going to get sick. So then I feel at that point, but then there was also information coming out that it was intended to kind of be like the flu vaccine where it doesn't prevent you from getting sick, but it reduces your symptoms or it may reduce symptoms or a symptom. I've seen all three. So I think at that point there, there were probably two camps. So there were people that felt like, okay, I got the vaccine or I got both doses. I'm good. I'm not going to get sick. These people are telling me I'm not going to get sick. I'm not going to get sick. And then I think there were other people that their understanding was I will get the vaccine or I have gotten the vaccine and I understand that I can still get sick and I can still transmit it to others, but it will just reduce my symptoms if I do get sick. So I went onto Instagram and Facebook and I said, look, I now know more people that have been vaccinated and boosted or just vaccinated that have contracted COVID than I do people who are not vaccinated or boosted and have not contracted COVID. There's no judgment there. That is just, that is my reality. The people I know, the majority of the people I know that have had or have COVID are vaccinated. So my question was, not a couple, what was your understanding of how the vaccine worked when you got it? And then when you got COVID, how did you feel? Were you surprised? Were you not surprised because you knew you could still catch it? but your symptoms would just be less. And how do you feel now? If, if you know, you've had COVID in the past, how do you feel now? Do you still feel comfortable with your decision? Do you not feel comfortable with your decision? And that was it. There was no judgment from me. I wasn't going to argue anything. I just wanted to understand how someone who thought differently than me felt and thought about something because I don't want to make judgments about people. I think we're all human. We're all going to do that to some degree, but if I can 
help keep that in check for myself, then that's what I want to do. And that is what I want to show my son is that if you don't understand something, anything, even if you're in geometry, (laughs) you don't understand something, ask. I was always that kid in school who just never wanted to ask because I didn't want to look stupid. Like I didn't want to look stupid. So I always got like written up on my report cards because I didn't participate in class, but I often got scolded because I chatted too much. And now I'm not afraid to look stupid. If that's what people think of me, I'm not afraid of that because I know what my intent is. And I don't believe that I should have any shame. If I don't understand something, I just don't understand. And in cases like this, I want to understand because I know we all have these different experiences, again, that shape us into who we are, that shape our perspectives and how we see the world. You might look through rose colored glasses. Mine might be like clear Coke bottle. And that other person might be like lavender with like a, a blue hue. which probably still be kind of lavender. But anyway, the only way that I am going to understand somebody that who thinks differently than me, who does something differently than me, as if I ask. And thankfully this time, I had people actually reach out to me and we had a civil, respectful, friendly conversation. And what I actually thought was interesting was that two of my friends who were vaccinated each had a different perspective on how the vaccine was going to work. So their perspectives were totally different, even though the action that they took was still the same. And so to me, I'm like, that's it. Like, that's kind of my whole point. I mean, aside from like the not making snap judgments is someone can take the same action, but their reasons and their understanding for doing it were different. But I would have never known that if I hadn't asked. And one of my friends, like we did get into a back and forth on certain things. And I told her, I said, yeah, this is, this is a space where I don't agree with you. Like I I don't agree, but that's okay. I don't have to agree with you. I respect you and I respect your choices. And I respect how you feel about something because you have your reasons for feeling that way. And that's valid. As are my feelings and my reasons for feeling the way that I do. And each person that I spoke to I told them, thank you. Thank you for reaching out to me. Thank you for being willing to have this conversation with me. Thank you for doing it in a respectful way. And thank you for being my friend. Thank you for being a friend. 
travel down the road and back again. Got to throw a little Betty White love in there. And I told them, I said, I appreciate that. And I appreciate you. This is what I want for the world. I want the world to seek to understand somebody and not judge them. It is not our place to judge each other. The world is not going to be worse off with more love and compassion and people being open-minded to different perspectives. Having more compassion for each other and knowing that just because someone thinks differently than you or doesn't agree with someone, it doesn't instantly make them a villain. It just makes them different. And of course there, there are like extreme situations here where, you know, to me, there are certain things that are just not acceptable, but what I've learned is like so much of what we see going on and how we see people showing up in the world to each other and really to ourselves It's a symptom of something else going on inside us that we haven't resolved, that we haven't healed. And I can say that like I'm ra- I'm literally raising my hand right now. How I respond to my husband sometimes, it's not about him. It's about me. It's about the relationship that was modeled for me as a kid, as an adult to this day, it's about my own feelings of inadequacy. It's about my own feelings of not being loved enough, of not being loved and accepted for who I am. That's what's behind so much of how I, it's not even respond of how I react to my husband. And I know that I'm not alone in this. And I feel like if people would just take some time to look at themselves Admit that they're human, show themselves grace and compassion. You may be able to hear my stomach growl. Quite the moment to do that. But if we showed that level of grace and compassion to ourselves and sought to understand ourselves, before judging other people, before criticizing other people.
if we understood ourselves at a deeper level, couldn't we show up to the world in a different capacity? Couldn't we be more compassionate and more empathetic and more loving and understanding to other people? I think we could. And I know I have. Once I took a hard look at myself and started digging into, I call it my, my bullshit. I read something that's like, don't refer, don't refer to it as bullshit, but it's just like my own stuff, but I just call it bullshit. Like it's fine. Once I started looking at that and like sifting through it, like Laura Dern's character in Jurassic park with that giant pot, pile of shit. Um, I realized that so much of what I do and how I interact with people is based on my experience as a kid and the thoughts and the behaviors that I formed to be able to function what I thought was effectively. The problem is it doesn't necessarily serve me well. It doesn't allow me to be the best version of myself possible. And if that's true for me, I'm thinking it might be true for one or two other people, if not more. As I said, this was a really hard episode for me to record because at least in my world, my stance on things is not the popular one. It's not the common one. But like I said, I felt God knocking on my heart and I knew that this was the episode I had to record. And I hope you understand. And I hope you don't judge me. I hope you accept me for who I am. And if you don't, that's okay too. And it is. I'm proud of myself though, because I was scared to do this and put myself out there and I did it anyway. This was an act of courage and I'm proud of myself. And this is something that, again, I want to instill in my son that you have to be true to who you are, no matter what. So I encourage you the next time you find yourself making a snap judgment about someone, to look at that and why that's happening. 
and what that, where that might be coming from within you. And if there's something you don't understand, I encourage you to approach it in a thoughtful way, in a compassionate way with someone. I, I don't know what it would feel like for someone to reach out to me and go, Hey, I want to understand why you feel this way about something. And I may not agree with you, but I'd like to understand my mother-in-law actually did that now that I think about it with one of my episodes, um, where I mentioned my parents, specifically my mom is one of my first episodes. And this woman has known me since 2004. And so I started talking to her and sharing a lot of stuff that she didn't know about. And she got really emotional and she just said, I just feel bad because that's not fair. And I said, it's okay. Like, I appreciate that. But you know what? All of those experiences made me the person that I am today. And although I wish little Christy didn't experience that, I like who I am today. And so it's okay. And I said, but I appreciate that. And she now has a better understanding of who I am and why I am the way that I am and why I say some of the things that I say. And being understood It felt good. And there are always going to be people that don't understand you. I know there are probably going to be people listening to this that just don't get it, that don't get me. They don't understand me. And that's fine. But I can tell you when you felt misunderstood for so long and someone actually expresses a desire to understand why you feel the way you do or why you do something that you do, and you know that they're probably not on the same page be life-changing and what an awesome person you would be for going, Hey, like, I don't want to judge you. I know people give you a lot of shit. I just want to understand. And even if I don't understand, I respect you. I love you. You're still my friend, but I'm not going to understand unless I ask. That feels pretty good. So as I said before, the world is not going to be worse off with more love, compassion, desire to understand in it. It's just not. And so I encourage you the next opportunity you have where you don't understand something, something is just not making sense for you to speak up and ask. Like I said, even if you don't agree, you still have the ability to respect somebody else. And I think we're all capable of that.
So as always, friends, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so, so much for being here. I appreciate you so, so much. If you want to be a part of that high vibe tribe, again, send me a DM on Instagram at Awaken the Extraordinary. Send me an email, Christy, K-R-I-S-T-I at awakentheextraordinary.com. It's going to be so awesome. I cannot wait. Super, super stoked. And uh, I'll talk to y'all next time.